Hello, friends, and welcome to episode 5 of Missed Conceptions. I'm your host, David White. Before we get started today, let me give a shout-out to Kit Andrade. Andrade? I don't know. They left us a very awesome iTunes review, our very first. So, you get this blue star ribbon, and you can expect it in five to six weeks. Anyways, I I have some kind of, well, it is bad news. Um, It seems like this episode will be the last episode of Misconceptions, Um, you know, at least for now. Um, The episode that this, uh, or rather the recording session that this episode was recorded in, uh, it was kind of our last one. Because right after this, Jaime and I got into a, a really big argument uh, and I, I don't want to drag his name through the mud or do anything like that, um, but he thought that all of our listeners were scrub lords, and uh, he's basically an awful person, uh, and I didn't really feel comfortable recording any more sessions with him, uh, so I kicked him out, but, uh, you know, he was part of the story, and we really can't continue this story without him, um, and so until he apologizes to me, uh, I, I mean, we can't, we're not going to make any more episodes. Um, so as of right now, this is, this is the last episode of Misconceptions. And you know, the whole two of you, uh, that reached out to me and told me how much you liked the show. I, I really appreciated that. And, you know, I thought about not putting this episode up, but I thought you two needed this, uh, this episode. So, um, anyways, here you go. This is the last episode of Misconceptions for now. I hope you enjoy it. Uh, I've really appreciated all the love and support I've gotten from, you know, the two of you. Um, Anyways, here you go. Previously on Misconceptions. I do not tolerate failure, Bill. You will have one more chance. Tonight, after your shift, you will get your dossier, and you get to bring me the soul of the poor bastard that's picture is in that dossier. Do you understand me? Very impressive, Deja. You're hired. There's a cubicle over there next to Pablo. It's covered in boxes. Just move those out of the way, and this is your laptop. Use it. Do whatever you need to get the job done. Just ask Pablo for the work orders. It's very basic work. No. As they're arguing, I've, like, grabbed the bottle, not, like, you know, ripped it off the table, but, like, I grabbed it, and I'm examining it, and, like, Kind of sniffing the inside of it, just like trying to figure out if there's anything that racks any kind of memory. Has anybody seen this symbol before? You no, have to. Somebody's had to have seen it somewhere. I haven't seen it anywhere. But it's granted, not on the internet anywhere. I'm in a third grade classroom all day long, so you know. We need those police reports. I can just hack into the police mainframe anyway. So you can't just hack into the police. With a short. You'd have to be at the city PD to uh, get in, get access to their mainframe. We could we could go to the station and distract people while Zach like gets into the mm-hmm. gets into the room and gets the info we need. A man kind of rounds a corner and you bump into him. He has kind of a pudgy face. His hair's kind of kind of messed up. It's like he tried to fix it, but he's been working hard all day. He has a very nice suit, too. He's carrying a suitcase and, like, a bunch of uh, folders and everything. You bump into him, and he just drops everything. He says, oh, oh, no, sorry, 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 sorry. I'm so sorry. He starts scooping up all these folders. I rush to, like, help him out. And while I'm doing that, even with my cybernetic lenses, I'm, like, recording everything. Hey, uh, Detective Martinez, got a minute? Yeah, he looks up, kind of frustrated, like he's going to say something, and then he sees you, and he says, well, bless my guts. If it ain't Esther Black. Bless my guts. <laughs> Esther, I told my I told your dad that I would look out for you if anything happened to him. Something did happen to him. I'm looking out for you. I know I haven't been to the pub in a while. I've been busy. All of this. I'm gonna come by soon and check on you. Ren, I think I think we should tell them that that we're tracking this guy. I mean they they could catch him. They could handle it. Why do we need to be the ones tracking him if he's just going to these warehouses? Do you see the police? This place is a madhouse. Of course we have to keep tracking him. We can see where he goes. The police don't have the resources to do this. You pull up a lot of redacted files. Okay. Uh, a lot of those keywords have been omitted or covered over. I, I Any, guess as, as I'm doing this, I'm downloading all the redacted files to my yeah. laptop. As 
I mean, as you're looking at the the files, all you can tell is that they've been redacted. Um, if you want to, I can tell you who they've been redacted by. Okay. Uh, they have been redacted by uh, Commissioner Wheatley. See you, kid. See ya. He gets back to work. Uh, and as you're leaving the office, uh, you're walking by the missing persons board. Uh, more people are being added to it by the second. And, like, time seems to slow down, like, as you, you take steps and you see a policeman walking up holding a picture and he puts it right in the middle uh, and as he backs away you all see the face of you see the picture of Pedro Sanchez The city, a mashed up combo of the old world and the new, of the mundane and the mystical. By day, this city is everything it seems, a city with tower and skyscrapers, potholes that never seem to stay fixed, and stiffs and ties and dames and high heels. But at night, the real nature of the city comes out. At night, the shifty-eyed stalker becomes a creature with dripping claws and a maw full of teeth. At night, cars roll down the streets with no one in the driver's seat. But when morning comes, nobody can remember how the night really went. They remember through a fog, or more appropriately, a mist. No one knows where the mist came from or its true nature. In fact, most everyone in the city doesn't even know the mist exists. The mist doesn't just cover up either. It affects everything and everyone in the city. Changing them, warping them. Most of those affected by the mist, they take what the mist gives them to turn a profit or pursue selfish gains. But there are some, just a few, that fight the good fight. They put their necks on a line to protect the city the nefarious ne'er-do-wells. It's not always easy. In fact, it never is. But these legends don't surrender. This is a story of a few of those legends. Their story needs to be told, and it needs to be heard. Shut up, you love me. Are you gonna say that now? Do y'all need to practice your voices real quick? Ooh, good. Oh, good. Also, I you're about as smart as a eucalyptus leaf. So, I so. only talk in character. You don't have a character voice. <laughs> Dang. I you only talk in Well, Tess's mom thinks I'm hilarious, so you can suck it. I've, I've heard two people's favorite characters, and both of them are Esther. Suck I on it. It's your sassiness. Mom also, yeah. she said, Tessa, you really gotta work on your <laughs> like, yeah, Phil said. Mom. Phil said I really like listening to the first episode. And I can't wait for more Tex Brit accents. <laughs> <laughs> That's very accurate. But then I said, "Well, what do you think of Jaime's accent?" She said, "I didn't notice he had one." <laughs> I was like, what? Mom. My accent's so she good. She didn't notice sax either. How do I laugh in Australian? Koala. How do you laugh? We never should have told her that. We never should have told her other people's I never opinions. get an ego boost. Suck on it. Let's do a poll. Yeah, that's let's, what I wanted to tell you. Let's do, do a poll. You never get and, I don't. And we'll check that. Yeah, this is why. Screw you. I'm ask funny. The, I don't have anything to throw at you, but I will later. Let's just ask the 36 subscribers. 38. Oh, no. You skipped two of them. Now their feelings are hurt. That's because I know it's you, Logan. I know. Oh my it's gosh. You. We're starting this episode. <laughs> I always want to say, like, welcome back, but I don't need to say welcome back because we already did. Welcome back. Oh my gosh. So I want to go around the table today and I want to ask the players, not the characters, I want to ask the players, what is your first role playing game experience? Or what was your first role playing game experience? And uh, I guess how long you've been playing role playing games? Let's start with Carrie. So you want to know how long I've been playing role-playing? 
Yeah, how long have you been playing role-playing game, and what was your first role-playing game experience? Uh, I've probably been playing since about 2010, uh-huh. maybe 2009. Um, my first role-playing experience, mm-hmm. I believe, was at uh, your parents' house back in the day. Um, really? We had um, some of your friends from high school, and... Uh. This is what I remember as my first one. Okay, keep going. Um, and uh, my character was like in a jail, I think. <laughs> mm-hmm. And um, because you, friend, you and another character had gotten into a right. straight up sword fight in the middle of the street, and it was like, yeah, that's not that's not allowed. You're going to jail. Um, and your friend John's character <laughs> uh, came in and started hitting on me, and I was mm-hmm. new to role playing, so I was like uncomfortable because there was my boyfriend and like his one of his best friends and the best friend was flirting with me and I couldn't figure it out. Now I know that that's just like how you play, but yeah, John was, it was, John's a great role player. He was just so deep in his character. Yeah. I, I was like, mind. I don't know what's happening. Yeah. Carrie was, was a little baffled. Yeah. John's character was also in jail for completely different reasons, yep. but I'm sure equals amounts of tomfoolery. Mm-hmm. And, uh, he was trying to convince you to like help him get out. Yeah. Oh, that was, yeah, that was a good time. I think he had some successful roles too. So, Oh, yeah, he was. <laughs> his characters are usually very charming. Yeah. Um, we love you, John. Except for one, and he knows which one I'm talking about. Tessa, what about you? What is um, What was your first role-playing game experience, and how long have you been playing role-playing games? <clears throat> okay. Um, I've been playing for, I think, about two years. Um, what a noob. Yes, yes, very much a noob. Um, and my first experience was with You Fools. Um, mm-hmm. and Us then sense. two of our other friends, mm-hmm. um, and you all managed to let me go through an entire cam campaign, right? That's the right word to use. For yeah, that? it was a full on adventure. Yeah. Yeah. Um, as a droid, uh-huh. which was a complete fail because I just basically walked in circles with everyone the entire mm-hmm. time. But your you droid didn't... was pretty colors. My droid was really pretty colors. It was her wedding colors. It was. My, my droid was coral and um, Tiffany blue. Yeah. So for all of the people listening, just, you know, picture it. And, and for, like, Star Wars fans, it was a protocol droid. So picture C-3PO with <laughs> Tiffany blue and coral, <laughs> uh, orange colors. And with I no, didn't know what I was And doing. with no fighting abilities. Yeah, no, <laughs> no fighting, no fighting abilities. Ability. She was a doctor. Brawl one. But about the last night we played, I kind of figured out what I was doing. So were it's you, getting better. Were you there the last night? I thought we NPC'd you and you were literally oh. strapped to Zach's back and you just stabbed him with stim packs. That to is keep him alive. accurate. <laughs> I guess the second to last night. Whenever we were, um, and you can probably edit all this out because I don't care, but whenever we were running out of the place and I was helping another NPC. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, Cortalo with around. her. I figured theme. that one out. That episode yeah, you did. I had down. Yeah. But it was all about the role play with that character. Yeah. Because you really couldn't do anything. <laughs> and that was all y'all's fault. Whatever. You pick the character you make and then you play it. You I didn't blame give Zach. me a heads up. You said, yeah, Tessa, go ahead, be a droid. Have fun with that. Yeah. That's what I said. <laughs> no, it, was it was fun. I had a really good time. All right. Let's move on to Zachary. Welcome. I thought um, I thought we should get pretty formal on this episode. I don't want to call you Zach anymore. I'm just going <laughs> to call you Zachary. So, Zach, what uh, is your first role-playing game experience, and how long have you been playing role-playing games? Um, so I've been playing role-playing for about two years, and the first role-playing experience, I believe my character is a Rodian, um, I think. Yeah, it was a Rodian. Yeah, it was a Rodian sniper. It was in the same game that Tessa's first game was in, so another Star Wars game. And wasn't my droid convinced that she was in love with you? No, no, no. You weren't a Rodian. You were a Duros. Oh, Duros. Yeah. Okay. That's what it was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, a Duros sniper who was pretty much badass. Yeah, yeah. And you, it was uh, pretty you, much amazing. Um, uh, yeah, you you sniped a lot of a lot of people. Yeah. You killed a lot of men. They had oh. families, you know. Well, they're dead. <laughs> <laughs> All right, then let's move on to Jaime Torres. Uh, Jaime. How many years have you been? Mm, how many times? Mm, <laughs> how many years have you been role playing? And um, what's your first role playing game experience? Memory. Well, um, I've been role playing since I was five, 
That was the first time that me and my cousin pretended like we were the characters from Street Fighter. Um, if we want to talk gaming. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. We're talking about role-playing games. That I was mean. dumb. I judge you for that. <laughs> Thank you. Um, Hardcore. I, mean, I, I, I wanted you to do something goofy. That is role-playing. Yeah. <laughs> like it, it's true. Uh, I mean, I played World of Warcraft before. I think I played tabletop that's games. Not that is, that's a role-playing that's game. Granted, I wasn't on a role-playing server, so yeah, I wasn't role-playing. Yeah. Um, my first ever role-playing game was in Beep, Texas. <laughs> um, now, what was actually in uh, in your house, in your room. Um, yeah. That was really that creepy. Sound, I don't care how creepy it sounds. It's true. And you're uh, on your bed. Oh God, no, Stop. We were not. Stop. Actually, we were on the floor Stop. right we next to the We were on Stop. the floor. We were, we were kicking it. Uh, My sister was there. Stop. <laughs> Stop. 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 I'm done. Me and Carrie are leaving. We're going to go get Starbucks. Y'all she was. Anyways. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, I played I played a, a dwarf warrior. My boy Phil loves dwarves, so mm. I made sure. <laughs> I made sure I played a, a dwarf warrior, and I was having a lot of fun. Uh, mm. Until your sister stole all my gold. Yeah, um, yeah, I remember that. Made it a little harder for me to play the game. Yeah, she. Um, I do remember that. Yeah, y'all had just set up camp, uh, and you were your character had fallen asleep. Her character was an elf, so I don't think she had to sleep. Uh, Three point five rules. Don't think elves had to sleep. I don't know. It's been a long time. Anyways, and she snuck into your tent and straight up stole your gold and ran off with it. Why and did I get a roll for like? Her waking me up, or why didn't she have to roll for waking me up? Did you not? Did you not get a roll? No. Are you really still bitter about this? Oh, he's yes. been bitter about Allison, this for years. Allison, if you hear years. this, you're gonna roll a d20 next like, time so I see. <laughs> yeah, my Allison, my Allison. <laughs> well, she is my Allison <laughs> technically. My Allison, my Allison, my Allison, my Allison. Oh, my dear Allison. Um, um, misconceptions does not promote ownership of people. Let that be known. Oh my god! You. We're never gonna get through this episode. <laughs> We're not. Um. No, my sister role plays too, and I don't know. Who knows? Maybe, we maybe one episode together. in the future will feature her. Allison. Yeah, she doesn't she talk about it a lot. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. Anyways, so uh, also I before was we get to fourteen the, years old when we that happened, and she would have been ten. What? You let ten year old steal your gold? No, she wasn't. <laughs> so I was. I must have been like fifteen or sixteen then. I had okay. I had. I was seventeen because I could drive. Yeah, I don't think that makes it better. Before we get started tonight, uh, as you all know, City of Mist features a roll plus the number of tags that you have that could use that power to use, and you know that's how you roll and that's how you play the game. Well, there's also something called uh, crew tags, which is basically you belong to a team, and your team gets one. How do I say this? One time per session tags that you can use. Um. And it just represents how well you work as a team and what your team is good at. Uh, and since I think officially uh, you four are a team, I think we should go through and pick which of the crew themes you want to pick. So uh, the players have kind of looked over the crew themes already. And uh, which which ones were y'all thinking about doing? Either Dabblers in the Mist or Conspiracy Theory Busters. Could you say that into the mic, please? Instead no. of directly <laughs> around the mic. You're welcome. <laughs> we are thinking of doing Dabblers in the Mist or Conspiracy Busters. Okay. Okay. Um, which one appeals to y'all? Kind of look, look at the power tags, read them out loud, and which ones do y'all like? Let's see... You could even read that short description, a beautifully worded short description. Dabblers in the Mist, the identity is there's a reason we're all what we are. We must discover what it is. And the power tags are empathetic connection, guidance from a strange, mystic, and divine intervention. Um, What's the second one? You get help from a mystic? Yeah, strange mystic. Interesting. Yeah. And which one was that? That was Dabblers in the Mist. Mist. Okay. What about Conspiracy Busters? Conspiracy Busters, the identity is finding out the truth is more important than our personal issues. And the power tags are Won't Get Fooled Again, Insider Tip, and Surveillance Equipment. I feel like that one would be more helpful power tag-wise. Yeah. 
Yeah. I like I like the power tags on that one more. And I'll say that I don't know. I feel like conspiracy busters would be best for the story I have in mind. But every good GM knows. The carefully laden plans of mice, men, and GMs often go awry. Which is also a type of bread. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm the funniest <laughs> character. Oh my gosh. Gary. Alright, so do y'all want to go with do y'all want to go with conspiracy busters? I'm in. I'm in. Mm. What could we use won't get fooled again for? <laughs> like, mm. is that is that like if you have knowledge of us not understanding or getting something? Is that weakness tag? No, that's power tags. I so feel like, like I feel like we won't get tricked again if we're like tricked into doing something. Right. Again. Um, but whose call is that? Like, is it? Because we don't, we wouldn't necessarily know if we're getting tricked. You know what I mean? Maybe, maybe is like you have been uh, fooled or uh, defeated by this NPC or villain before, uh, and won't get fooled again. Would apply to you going up against that certain NPC. Tactic. Okay, because I wanted to, I wanted to talk about it now before we like start going. Or maybe we've been yeah. fooled so many times, like we aren't going to fall for like, your yeah, typical. That could be true. Yeah. yeah. Stuff. Like yeah. Cool. Sure. Okay. Conspiracy Busters. There you go. That's your crew. So uh, the scene picks up in Ren's fledgling office building. Uh, it is mm, mid-evening, so Deja and Pablo are gone. Uh, you notice that Deja's area, which was previously the just mm, makeshift holder for all the boxes, is very neat and pristine. She has put all the boxes somewhere else. You really have no idea where she could have put all those boxes. But they're just gone. And is in stark comparison to Pablo's very messy working space. And they're right across from each other. But anyways, uh, what what are you all doing? I sit in the chair of the really neat desk and I put my shoes up on the desk and accidentally knock over a pencil cup. So the pencil cup falls over and all the pencils just (laughs) scatter to the ground. Whoopsie daisy. What's the matter with you? I'm just really tired of having to be with you, honestly. Then just leave. Okay, see you later. No, no, guys, please. Okay, can we get together and try to find Pedro, see if he still has the tracker in him or whatever? I pull up my phone. Yep, so there's a tracker in him. He's good. I think he's at some random warehouse district. I can't really tell. Okay, well, he was Can missing. you tell if the tracker has moved recently or if he's been stuck there for a long time? This particular tracker just shows his GPS location. How long has he been at this location, though? For at least 24 hours. <laughs> you can't, you can't <laughs> tell that. Zach just comes in as GM. <laughs> huh. There are some things we have to defer to the GM. For. <laughs> I was I was going to straight up say Pedro's dead. So yeah, uh, you can't tell, uh, not from this GPS. The GPS just shows his uh, location. Okay, well, I mean, I vote we go and check it out because the police. <sighs> Yes, but we haven't had good experience with the warehouse thing. So, like, we got to come up with oh, a different Oh, it, it's game. not a warehouse. Uh, it's in the middle of town. Then <laughs> we definitely got to come up with a different game plan and actually have a game plan when we go in. Because what we've been doing, flying by the seat of our pants, not working. Yeah, thanks, Bill. Thanks for that. I think it's working great. I mean, my vines are doing a great job. <laughs> Do you ever run out of those? No, no, they just go on indefinitely. <laughs> My vines David are is glorious. nodding his head. I'm so screwed for this entire episode. <laughs> we and may we or may not have had this your nemesis, of. the weed eater. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so is he in a building? We just know like the location. We don't know if he's inside a building or anything like that. You know, we could uh, we could go on. Can we say Google? We could go on an internet yeah. browser. <laughs> no, that was dumb. Google. No, oh, you can't say Google. You say Google. Google. Google you can say you're gonna Google it. Let's Google it. Google it. You can go on Google. (laughs) I like it. And use Google Maps, and you could see exactly what the coordinates are. (laughs) On your payphone. 
Okay. Yeah, on your pair phone. So somebody pull that up so then we can make a game plan. Wait, why are we... What are we trying to accomplish with even talking to him again? Do we have oh, anything I'm to kill ask him. him? Why are we killing him? There, he deserves to die. I don't... I, nope. Oh, I disagree. Not, I don't think that that's I what agree. this group is nope. about. Oh, nope. you're right. No, I, I'm not going to try to kill him. Okay. Okay, but no, really. Like, why are we going to find this man? Because we have more questions in regards to the drugs that he's selling. What because questions? But he doesn't do have, have the answer. Because he went missing, so obviously we have to look for him. Well, um, so remember, the, so the guy who who was distributing and manufacturing the gloves talked about these others that we don't know about, and they're the ones who hired an assassin to kill him. So if we find out where the missing drug dealers are, who are dealing the stuff that he's dealing that isn't, he's like, you didn't find the full power of it, and if we find whoever's taking and kidnapping them, then we'll find out who the others are and what their holy agenda is. Okay. Um, can we put just on our to-do list, though, to go and either bug or find out some more information on Commissioner... Wheatley. Wheatley. Uh, Cooper Wheatley. Cooper Wheatley. Commissioner Cooper Wheatley. That's really hard to say in an accent. Commissioner Wheatley later. This Wheatley character is interesting. Yeah. Just, I mean, we know that he has some information we know we, he's corrupt we could kill him or we could get information from him and help him so we all jump into no we're no, gonna have a character. game plan oh, before we go we, we all so okay. sorry. We do have so a game sorry. plan okay tell me what the building looks like it looks we like a building that. that has a door that i can kick in and we can rush and my vines will follow me. And how did that work the first time when we saw Pedro? Oh, wait. He escaped. Thanks, Bill. He escaped because... No, he didn't escape. Ooh, I we have an idea. I have and yes. then we put, a, we put a tracker in him, and then we let him go. That was After the he second ran into time Morty's. he came to my bar first. So All right, so you get in the get SUV. In the car. Yeah, you so, all get in the SUV. So <clears throat> as soon as we get in the SUV, uh, because I like drawing things out, not really. But so is the... Is the plan to go? See, this is my point. We should have had a plan before right, we got That's what the I'm car. saying. You, you, you said you let's have a plan. Said that we didn't need a plan. And then, but then I thought the plan was to knock him out. Yeah. What if he's that's already why we made the drink out? Then we just cut his head off. What? No. Okay, fine. We cut his ear off. No. They're both biblical. You are not Peter. <laughs> he's not Van Gogh. <laughs> from Hunger Games. <laughs> it would be a really good idea to to drive up in our nondescript black SUV near the location he is and see what it is. Is it a nightclub? Is it a hotel? I do think that'd be a good idea because it's still daylight outside. So nope, nope. it's like nine. Yeah. Okay, but it's still a little bit light outside, and so <laughs> that it would. What time of year is it, huh? You don't know. It's right now. It's not right now. That's a lie. Anyways, the city is different than where we are right now. That's true. So it's not completely pitch black dark. Okay. So we can't just park in the front. Right. It's right. Maybe like, like let's, let's go case the place. Out. I agree. Just case the place. Uh, All right, I say go. I say the least normal looking of us have to stay in the car. So that would be uh, Bill. Ren. I'm a teacher. I'm the normal looking one. And but you I'm look so bartender, foreign in a bar. So I'm a robot. Hmm? What? what? <laughs> well, she said she's the most normal looking one. I was like, bartenders look normal too. Eh. You could have just said that and not said a robot. Yeah. You really shits <laughs> everybody. <laughs> I was being you're sarcastic. You're so funny. <laughs> you're right. You're everybody's favorite. Because no, I'm just. I wasn't being. I wasn't being retarded. I was just saying. <laughs> no, no. Yes. <laughs> <You're retarded. laughs> all right. Well, he'll edit all that out anyway. Oh, I would have so never called him that if I knew. <laughs> Sorry. <clears throat> That's it. All right. You uh, you leave the bar, and you are following. We're not at, at the, the bar. bar. <laughs> Yeah, I have to keep that in there. All right, you leave the business, and what you business? are oh. stop <laughs> your business. <laughs> I'm going to unplug your mic. 
you leave Ren's fledgling business and you are driving, you're following the um, the tracker that you've placed in Pedro. You follow it to the middle of town and you pull up on a, a street that doesn't have a lot of open businesses anymore. Uh, and in fact, the building that you pull up in front of that the GPS signal is coming from is an abandoned animal control center. Uh, it's all boarded up. There is a chain link fence in the back where uh, they would let the dogs and animals and whatever out for their exercise and everything. Um, but that is from inside there is where the GPS signal is coming from. Okay. Um, so are we going in or are we, how do we want to do this? This is obviously not what we were expecting. So we've got somebody in the car who's got a thermal scanning capability. I think if he scans the place and see uh, what's going on in there and then maybe the person who looks most normal that you two can play paper, rock, scissors to figure that out. Uh, Paper, rock, scissors. Rochambeau. That's my favorite. What have you? Tic-tac-toe, whatever. Uh, Anyway, you can figure out if if he scans in those thermals and it seems like people, you can act like you're lost and possibly maybe get a peek into what's going on inside. Downside, you die. You get shot in the face. But, you know, it's it's just you got to be willing to take a risk. Right? Ran, do the scan. Ryan puts on his glasses. Roll and investigate. Just the cybernetic lenses, I guess. And the byroids of the scanning. Okay. Twelve. Nice. Yeah, there are lots of people inside. Well, Jesus. <laughs> could we could we try to get roof access? What actually are there any cameras that you can see? You know what? With that twelve, uh, I'll say that you do not see any. Uh, nah, you don't see any cameras. Okay. Well, and also add in, make it a thirteen because we will not be fooled again. Are there cameras? You want to burn your tag already? It's not really. Is it? Yeah. A, yeah. It's one use. Ever. One per session. Yeah. No, we're good. It was a twelve. Yeah, you see the, um, you see a lot of people inside, and there are no cameras or feeds coming out of this place that you can tell. Well, the good news is there's no cameras, so we won't get caught like we did last time. Bad news, there's a boatload of people in there. I think we need roof access. That's just my preference there. Why don't we have <clears throat> either me or um, Esther? As much as I hate this, we can play the lost girl card. Um, go in the front to kind of distract and then everybody else can kind of get up to the roof and see what is going on and see if they need to go in from there and all of that. Does that make sense? So we uh, split up? Ish. I mean, like, everybody will still be able to see each other. All right. So we'll give y'all a few minutes to get up on the roof and then we'll head over. Don't we need to distract before they get on the roof? Like, like while they're like getting while on the roof. Oh, I guess I was thinking of them coming down from the roof, like into the building. But never mind. I understand now. Yes. Thank you. So are we just gonna go knock on the door? Yeah. Yeah, I think I think we sneak, and. Uh, I think we play like we're going to look for an animal. Yeah. I mean, this is a pretty old building. What do you mean, an animal? It's but like it's old it's and it's an been boarded shelter. up for a long time. We but, like, would it still show up on a GPS, like an animal shelter, possibly? Mm, okay, good point. Maybe, yeah. Well, but if we... If you Googled it, it might still appear. <laughs> yeah. But we could, we could like, you could pretend that you have car problems. No one's going to believe my beautiful SUV doesn't work. I think the animal shelter thing is good. But at, at, at 9 o'clock? If all else fails, we can always act a little tipsy and confused. Accurate. I mean, y'all got the confused thing going for you, so. Screw you! <laughs> you lobbed me a softball. I could not hit it. Sorry. So, uh, me and uh, 
bucket of bolts here are gonna sneak around the side and climb up. Can you even climb? Do you do you know how to do that? Do you even lift, bro? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Oh my gosh, Zach! Why did you take six years to answer that question? <laughs> All right, splitting into two groups. Let's deal with um, the two girls first. Um, well, you're playing like your girls, but really you're women. You're strong, independent women. I was like, we are, we are girls. I know, I know. Really, <laughs> like they're just playing girls. I was like. <laughs> All right. Uh, Faye and Esther, uh, kind of role play out and tell me, describe how y'all are, how you are going to sell this. Faye is going to channel her inner maiden. Um, and the very flirtatious, like, hi. Uh, kind of thing. Okay. Please cut that for the sake of everyone. <laughs> Text tone. Um, Esther. Uh, well, I just have a pretty like good, friendly personality, like easy to talk to bartender thing. You know, I'm I'm chatty and friendly and uh, you know. All right. So we uh, did y'all move the SUV? Oh yeah. Did I leave it there? Okay. No. Um, so we have it's a shot. A secure location, for the record. Okay, that's fine. I wasn't planning on stealing it, but who knows? <laughs> <laughs> now that you put the idea, yeah. In now that you put the idea in my head, it's not a bad idea. Um, all right, so two women are walking up to this abandoned animal shelter. Uh, give me, what are y'all? What are y'all talking? What are y'all saying? <laughs> so, what kind of puppy are you gonna get? <laughs> Well, I was thinking of getting a golden retriever. I just think that it will look so cute in my apartment. With you know my- they're, like, massive. Not all that big. I think they'll be so cute. Yeah, maybe. What What kind of dog are you thinking of getting? Probably a Lhasa Apsa. I don't... That doesn't... What? Maybe a mix. It's the kind of dog I always wanted, but my dad wouldn't get for me. That just... Called- Didn't your dad die? Yeah, that was... But in the last... Okay, pause. In the last episode, there was the dog. Then the whole thing was that I didn't get a dog. Right, 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 right. Okay. All right, so you walk up to yes, the yes. abandoned dog shelter. <laughs> it's a glass door, but there is a cardboard box kind of duct taped on the inside of it. I say, like, we just flat out open the door and, yeah. like, act like, like, oh, my gosh, we're looking for the... It is locked. Okay, really so we s- I start, like, knocking. <coughs> hello, hello. I don't know what accent that was. <laughs> hello. <laughs> hello, hello. I start kind of beating on the door a little harder. <laughs> hey, open up, guys. Just coming for the party. <laughs> and for dogs. We can have the dogs, please. All right, roll a, roll a... Roll a sneak around, I guess. We're not really sneaking. Yeah, not sneaking. No, you know. Well, this is y'all trying to do something sneaky. Okay, okay, okay. Oh wait. Yeah, one of you roll it, and then uh, one of you add uh, a a power tag that you could add to this roll. Um, persuasive. Okay. Can I throw on resourceful or trusted? Just one for each of you. Oh, okay. Persuasive. Um. I don't have a power tag to add. Okay. Go ahead and Tessa, roll your sneak around. Eight plus my power tag. So nine. Okay. Um, you pound on the door. Hey, let us in. We're here to buy dogs and stuff. Yeah. Um, nobody comes to the door. But as you are doing that you uh you hear kind of like somebody kicking a can in the alleyway to the left of the building can we hear anything coming from inside the building no but we do know people are in there right but like i didn't know if they were making a lot of noise maybe they couldn't hear us or like no it seems very quiet if you didn't know that ren if ren hadn't scanned it you would have not believed that anybody was in there Okay. Um, so I move towards, Faye moves towards the alley with the sound. And he's like, hello, hello. I'm 
kind of between her and the door, and I've got my hand on my gun, keeping an eye out for things. Okay. From uh, behind a trash can in the alleyway, you see a hunched-over figure. I Faye goes up, too. Okay. As Faye approaches, um, you see that this is... The figure is wearing a hoodie, and she has black pants and boots, and um, this person stands up, and she says, keep your voices down. What are y'all doing? Her face is partly shrouded by her jacket hoodie. Oh, hi. We were just looking for some dogs, and we saw this. All right, you can cut the accent. All right, I know you're not tipsy. I'm a better investigator than that. Well, I wish I could cut my British accent, but I already committed to it in the first episode. (laughs) She pulls back her hood, and this is Linda Lockwood. Um, She is the, you saw her last episode on the TV screen, and you have seen her many times before that, but she is the heartthrob female news reporter for the weekly news. Linda Lockwood, what are you doing here? I'm investigating. What do you think? Something's going on in this animal shelter. Something connected with... Well, obviously y'all are here for the drugs. So, something to do with the drugs. Don't you just stand with some cue cards and read things? Why are you actually investigating anything? Don't you just sit behind a desk and grade papers all day? Great. Glad to know we're going to be good friends. Yeah, friendship has never been a strong suit of mine. Mm, Esther's either. Esther's not close enough to hear what they're <laughs> saying, so I mean, like, I'm backing her up, but like, I'm I assume that they're talking pretty low, so I'm not actually hearing yeah. what they're saying. Okay. Um. Anyways, what are you two doing here? You obviously aren't very skilled in whatever it is you're trying to do. Would she know Esther? No, you never met her in person. She's kind of like a minor celebrity. Never been to the bar or anything? There are other bars in the city. (laughs) I disagree. (laughs) You know what? What we're doing here is privileged information, and you have not earned that right yet. Fair. I accept that. Faye leans back and gets Esther's attention and motions for her to come over. Esther reluctantly goes. Esther, this is Linda Lockwood. I'm sure you've seen her before. Yep. She's here investigating something. What have you found? How did you find this shelter? I'm an investigative reporter. Did I you knew Google that people, it? I did not Google it. I followed some clues. I found out that people were going missing, people connected to this drug. Uh, I'm not sure who's all behind it, and that's why I'm here to figure out. I know that the police must have been covering it up because this problem wouldn't have gotten this bad without the police covering up. I don't know why, but I'm here to expose the truth. While she's talking, Faye texted Bill and Ren, or the group message, and said, we've got Linda Lockwood down here. She's investigating, too. What's going on up there? You send the message, and as you swipe up on the message, the camera also swipes up to Ren and Bill. Ren and Bill, you are in the alleyway. Uh, This goes back in time a little bit. The girls were just pounding on the... A glass door, blah, 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 all that noise. Uh, What are y'all doing? All right. There is a long, narrow pipe on the side of the building. Okay. Drainage pipe? Yeah. Okay. And uh, y'all hike it up that? Oh, wait. I like that you saw that drainage pipe, and I know you're a novice, so if you want to try climbing it, that's fine. But I think I'm going to use the fire escape because any, any building, especially a business... That is multiple stories high is required to have a fire escape. Do I see a fire escape? No, none was built into this building. <laughs> I'm kidding. I promptly start to call the fire marshal. <laughs> Hello, marshal. That's why I was shut down. No, there's there's <laughs> one. All right. I'm still climbing up. What that. what is? Okay, fine. You My climb up. The wall is four. No, how big? How big is he? Is he? Is he a little dainty hey. man? How big are you, Ren? Describe your physical appearance. Ren is eight feet tall. Nope. Plays for the Rockets. Nope. He's not <laughs> yelling. Uh, Ren's probably about average height. 
five eight or something. Okay. Yeah, he's he's not he's not the biggest guy. So I think you're taller than him. He's quite nondescript. Yeah. Uh, he's of average height. Has a very average name. Rin. Rin is not average. <laughs> yeah. Anyways. All right. Um, I'm gonna attempt to climb up to the, the fire escape, and I will use. Um, the boost of having a fire escape instead of trying to scale a bare wall. Can I use it as a... I guess as I ha- a, I'd, as have, a to, I'd have to get to the fire escape. Because, like, yeah. it'd be up. Yeah, I could, is, there, is there a trash can nearby? You could you could roll it. Could I parkour? I could ask him for a boost. Ask yeah, if you did a boost, a boost, that would be a change of... Change the game. Any trash cans nearby? I search the trash can. What do I find? Just trash. tons of trash. Okay, I throw it at Ren. Okay. And then I close the lid. Mm-hmm. <laughs> push Gumbag speed. <laughs> I push it up next to the fire escape, mm-hmm. and I ask Ren, Hey, could you hold this still so I can climb on top of it and get to the fire escape, and then I can help you up? Fine. Thank you. Okay. Ren, go ahead and roll a change the game to give... Rin to give Bill a boost to get to the fire escape. Okay. I think I'll I'll use the cybernetic lenses to see if I can estimate like how how to like throw him and like what angle and No. Damn it. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm not gonna let you use the cybernetic lenses for everything. <laughs> Going to use heightened processing speed. Okay. Yeah, so uh, you successfully give him a boost. Uh, Rin, you get plus one boost to climb the wall, or climb the fire escape. All right. What are you uh, using? I'm going to use... Uh, the only thing that makes sense for me is quick hands. Ah, nope. I'm going to use quick hands and ectoplasmic constructs. Okay. And I'm going to construct some, um, like, like ice climbers, like rake claws. I'm gonna look like Vega, or we can say TM down at Suez. Uh, I'm gonna look like Vega from Street Fighter, mm-hmm. and just kind of get in the grout of the brick because I'm assuming it's brick. Is it brick? Are you climbing up the wall or the fire escape? Like to the fire escape, but I have to get there. It's like it's kind of high up. Okay. I mean, yeah. if I'm just climbing straight onto it, then I mean, like I was assuming, what is going on over there? I'm assuming that Rin's boost uh, would yeah, it could get me like push escape. you up to the fire escape so you could grab it. Because what fire escapes are only like I mean, eight or ten feet tall. They're normally about ten feet. Yeah, so I, I assume with another man I mean, boosting another man, I've got, got mad hops. I could have gotten it you, alone, but you know, yeah, you I wanted to make him feel like he was useful. Yeah, yeah. make him feel. I, I like the, the guy team. as much crap as I give him. I like the guy. Yeah, yeah. Uh, all right. <laughs> so well, I'm still gonna get claws because I think claws would help yeah. me to like. I like it. Like get around. Yeah, hook around it. Yeah, I like it. I'm really good at what I do. What I do isn't very nice. Mm. Snake eyes. TM Dunsuis. You got snake eyes? No. I got I got uh, friends in low places since he's boosting me up from a low place. Uh, not. You already <laughs> yeah. said what your two tags are. <laughs> Five, six, seven. I got an eight. Okay. You Wait. you jump up. How many tags did you have? Uh, I had... Ectoplasm yeah, constructs and quick hands, yeah. and then your boost. Oh yeah, okay. So plus one. So you jump up, you grab the ladder of this thing, and as you grab it, you feel it shudder, and then it goes <laughs> and unfolds and just comes crashing down, and you fall into Ren, you fall into a couple of trash cans, and everything like there's this huge raucous noise, <laughs> and about that time, you uh, you get a text message. Ugh, it's so loud. What the heck? We're trying to be sneaky. Who's texting me right now? Linda, look. She's such a ditz. What's she doing out here? She, she, uh, if she's like some news reporter who I think is only a news reporter because she looks attractive, then I'd say that. Right. Not saying that news reporters who happen to be beautiful are all ditzes. 
I'm playing my character. Except you, Logan. I still hate you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> the guy did it. Now that ice expands, became a meteorologist. <laughs> <laughs> he was wrong about that. He could be wrong about the weather, too. <laughs> All right. Actually, I found Linda Lockwood to be incredibly intelligent. I've read all of her reports. Gosh, she's such a brown nose. Does Ren have a little crush on Linda Lockwood? Yeah. Yeah. Nice. I like it. Okay, so we yeah, got this can. We got this text, Ren. Uh, yes, I, I'm, I'm, I'm familiar with Linda Lockwood. I know she's on the telly, but do you know anything else about why would she be out here? She's an investigative reporter. She pretty much investigates everything. She's been investigating quite extensively over all this drug stuff. So I'd imagine that's exactly what she's doing. Ah, do you want to go up to the roof and scare her? Let's do it. Okay. Uh, you'll climb up the ladder. You'll get to the, the second story. Yeah. You'll run over to the yeah. other side of the roof. Well, actually, while we're up here, is there like a like a skylight or anything? Or is there like a, a window on the ceiling that we could maybe look down through? Yeah, there totally is. Because, I mean, even if they cardboard everything up, they'd have to go through a lot of trouble to get up yeah, here. Yeah, and they, they didn't do that. They didn't Ooh, do go through all so that we trouble. So can, we can look down? Yeah. We Y'all want to? I, I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to clean the window off with my sleeve. It breaks. Yeah, it the, the windows does not break. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. No, you look in. Actually, I'm gonna say that this building is so old and this skylight is so old that it's actually like a panel that's just busted out, and you can look straight down into what's going on below. You look in, and you see uh, the main area where dogs used to be ca- where dogs used to be kept in this uh, control center. And in the cages are humans. And the humans are tearing at the chain link fences, trying to bust out. They're frothing in the mouth. They seem more beast than man. And in the middle, you see um, you see a man with a suit. But he has taken his suit jacket off and he's given it to somebody like an attendant who is holding it for him. He has his sleeves rolled up. He has a black slim tie going down his white shirt, uh, black pants, black uh, dress shoes. And uh, in his hand, well, on his hands are uh, rubber gloves. And in his hand is a gun with a silencer on it. Do you want to continue investigating? Or do you want to run over to the other side of the alleyway? I think we need to let them know what's going on. uh, Because as much as I like being at half, Manpower or power, uh, it would be much, <laughs> much more useful to have the whole team, Ren, as useful or not as I may think they are. Run quietly, picks up like rocks that are on top of the roof, and points to Bill to pick up rocks. <laughs> I pick up, I episode. pick up a rock that's large enough to kill someone. <laughs> Why would there be a boulder on top yeah, of this roof in the middle of a city? Okay, first that's of all, a nice boulder. You do, not, you do nice not need boulder. a huge rock to kill somebody. It's true. I've killed a man before with a rock. <laughs> yeah, anyways, okay, you grab rocks. What do you do with the rocks, Ren? Put them I in just, my slingshot. No, David. Hey, do you, see the, do you see the metal trash cans down there? Yeah, why? Because if we hit one of those with the rock, it's going to make a lot of noise. And alert people to our location. Absolutely. That is a terrible idea. Well, we've already made noise on one side. If we make noise on the other side, maybe they won't know where to send them. Yeah, I see you. You, you see that it's actually not a bad idea. See it in your face. <laughs> I, I throw a rock. Okay, on one side. The side that the girls are in? Yeah. Straight up throws okay. one at, at the, the trash can. All right, so girls, as you are down with uh, Linda Lockwood in the alleyway, uh, Linda saying, Listen, girls, I appreciate you being here, but I work solo. I really don't need your help. Uh, And as hard as I play it sometimes, I don't want you getting in the way of any fire, and I don't want y'all getting hurt. So with all that said... What the actual hell is going on? She turns around, and you see... you need to lower your voice. You see Rin and Bill, their heads are comically poking over the side of the second-story building, and you hear them go... (laughs) <laughs> they disappear. <laughs> okay, then, then we text them. Uh, <laughs> Sorry, winky face, tongue out. <laughs> no, we we text them, and I, I say in the text message, there were people in cages in the building. Get to the roof as fast as you can. You can 
bring or leave the dits, winky face, tongue out. And then there's a selfie of me and Bill with our rocks. <laughs> so during all this, Faye like has her teacher glare on and has like glared at them from the ground and just in hopes that they saw her and just shaking her head. Um, Let me guess. Esther's there with you. Esther's actually kind of entertained. And so she's like smirking while she's like freaking out. <laughs> Faye's freaking out. And Esther's just like, that sounds about right. Here's the thing, Linda. We have information that you need, but the only way you're going to get it is if you come with us. If you want to say solo, that's totally fine. We don't care if you're on our team or not. But if you want the information, then you have to abide by our rules. I'm liking you more and more, Flower Power. In the back alley, you hear a door open, a very heavy metal door open, and then you see light kind of stream into the alleyway. She says, let's go, girls. And she runs out the alley around the front of the building and to the other side of the building where the fire escape was, and she starts working her way up that. Do y'all follow? I do, yeah. Okay. Y'all follow her to the top of the roof. Uh, you are all together now. Linda Lockwood is with you. Rin, you start to sweat a little bit because you're, uh, your TV crush is here. Uh, but what do y'all do? I notice that Rin is blushing, and I just roll my eyes. And already Rin has like a picture of her with like a Sharpie ready to get an autograph. <laughs> Are you serious right now? We're trying to bust up I potentially human right you, violations. But and you, you want me to give you a signature? I hate to break it to you, I but you better just give him the signature. Otherwise, we won't get anywhere. All right, give me this. Takes it, signs it really quick, hands it back to you. <laughs> um, so Faye, I'm really intrigued about the whole door thing. So Faye runs over to where they were to see if she can see someone who had walked out of that door. Okay. You see a couple dudes in sweatpants and sneakers and uh, wife beaters, and they have uh, submachine guns in their hands. Uh, they are walking into the alleyway, kind of looking around, not, not in any organized fashion. Uh, in fact, they're not even holding their guns out in front of them. They're just kind of walking and looking, uh, and they find one of the trash cans... And uh, they see the big dent in it, and they're like looking at it, like, "Hey, what's this all about? Hey, 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 Rico, come over here. What's this all about?" They're looking at it, poking at it, and then they find a rock, and there, there's three of them, and their eyes kind of go up to the top roof of the animal shelter. And I'm going to assume that you duck back behind cover. Correct. Okay, that's what you see. Um, they're in an alleyway, correct? Um, they were in the alleyway that you were just in. Cool. Um, giant shrubs. So suddenly at the end of each alleyway, giant shrubs come up and think to Harry Potter and Goblet of Fire when they're going through the maze and they're like as tall as the building. And so they, these people are now trapped in that alleyway. Okay. Roll a... Um, change the game? Yeah, roll a change the game. Okay. Um, what are you adding? Mind control over nature... I know shrubs aren't necessarily vines, but can I still use entangling vines? Does that still apply? Mm, no. Because entangling vine Great. would apply directly to uh, you, like, wrapping somebody up. That okay. just means that you're good at wrapping somebody up. Okay. Um, okay. And I'm going to say I'm, that Faye attempts to block the door as well with the shrubs um, so they um, can't get back in. Okay, well, the way I'm picturing it is, like, you're putting it right at the ends. Yeah. So, I mean, the door is on, like, the back side of the building. Oh, okay, And I'm okay, okay. picturing you're just blocking off the alleyway. Okay, I thought it was, yeah, correct. Yeah, good. All right, so just one. Six. Okay, uh, so these, uh, you, you try to focus, but it's really hard. It's in the middle of a city. There's not a lot of plant life here. And so as you focus, you strain yourself... And these bushes kind of start to form. Uh, but then you feel uh, like something on your lip. Faye, is your nose bleeding? You lift up your hand and you feel your lip. And sure enough, you are bleeding from your nose. Um, the walls do not form. And in fact, um, the mafia guys don't even notice it. They 
uh, just kind of turn, and they're like, hey, were there shrubs here before? Hey, I don't know, man. Let's go back inside to the bus. All right, let's do that. So they walk, and they'll just step over your shrubs that you're trying to form. But you take a dazed one status uh, from trying to, pushing yourself too far. Are they climbing up the fire escape? No. No, they're they, going back inside. They just went back through the door. Yeah, the door, metal door closes. They're inside. All of the girls are up on the roof. Yeah, that's, what, that's what I was asking. Oh, I thought you were talking about the dudes. No, uh, they're here, up there with you. Well, now I'm going to say, because I haven't seen down where we looked yet, right? Mm-mm. So I'm going to, okay. Yeah, it's right over here. Look, come here. Okay. You go look at the scene. Um, that guy is still there with his sleeves rolled up. The three guys from outside come back in. Hey, boss, we don't know what uh, we don't know what to tell you. We walked outside. Uh, probably some kids just throwing rocks like trash cans. I don't know. Being stupid. All right, boys. Bring me the next one. And uh, they bring uh, just a guy with a hoodie uh, up to him. Uh, and his hands are tied behind him. He is not freaking out. He is not bestial. Well, I should say he's freaking out because he's crying. He's like, man, 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 just let me go, man, just let me go. And uh, the man with the rolled up sleeves grabs him and says, all right, buddy boy, listen, I don't want to hurt you. I've hurt a lot of people tonight, put a lot of bullets and a lot of heads. I don't want to keep doing that. So why don't you help me out? You see, my boss made a deal with the guy who gave you drugs. Those drugs belong to my boss, all right? So, here's what I need from you. I just need the drugs. Give them to me. You and the rest of your crazy-ass friends can get out of here. But if you don't, you're going out back with the rest of your friends. So, buddy boy, where's the drugs? Man, man I, don't, I don't know what to tell you, man. I'm a, it's all gone. All right, I, I sold them all out. I don't know. Somebody took out Marcus. He's not there anymore. All the stash is gone. I sold all of mine. All right, then. He jabs the silencer end of the gun into the dude's eye socket and pulls the trigger. Oh, gosh. The dude falls over to the ground. The rolled up sleeves man wipes the blood from his face. All right, bring me the next one. They bring out the next one. Uh, his hoodie is up over his head. And, uh,. He says, take the hoodie off. I want to see his face. They take it off, and it is Pedro. And he says, all right, buddy boy, I don't want to hurt you, but I've heard a lot of people tonight put a lot of bullets in all their heads. So I'm going to ask you this once, man. Where's the drugs? End of episode. That was boss. Well done. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of Missed Conceptions. We unfortunately will never, ever be back, because in the time that it took you to listen to that episode, Jaime did not text me, uh, he did not send me a meme, a gif, uh, nothing. He, uh, he did not apologize yet, so this is still our last episode. Anyways, if you like us, uh, go to Facebook and Twitter, you can follow us there, and you can keep up with our crazy antics. And if you like us, share us, get our name out. We are a new podcast. Even though we are ending, we would still love people to subscribe and listen to the five episodes that we have. Uh, that'd be great. So share us, get our name out there, increase our listenership, and it'll be awesome. Please leave us a rating and reviewing on iTunes. It's a great tool for feedback on what you like of the show, what would you like to see improved on the show, Uh, And it's just nice. It's nice to see little reviews pop up and uh, to hear what you think about the show. It's great. City of Mist is an RPG created by Son of Oak Productions, and you can go to their website and download the free starter set for you and your gaming table to play, and I hope you enjoy it, and it's great. The music you heard at the beginning of this episode, and we'll hear here again in a little bit, was composed by Aaron Wharton. You can find more of his music at AaronWharton.net. And that's all for this episode, and that's all for Misconceptions. Um, I guess we'll never see you again. Oh, but before we go, uh, let me say uh, happy April Fools, and remember, don't believe anything you hear or read on the internet today. 